The views and discussion expressed on this program do not necessarily represent those of the hosts of the program. WMKV, Maple Knoll Communities, WLHS, the Lakota Local School District, or staff and management. The information and advice presented are educational in nature and not intended to be taken as specific legal, accounting, or other professional advice. Always consult with your own legal, accounting, or other professional before making any investment. Welcome to Real Life Real Estate Investing, a show to help you gain financial freedom by investing in real estate. Brought to you by the Real Estate Investors Association of Cincinnati and the Ohio Real Estate Investors Association. You're listening to Real Life Real Estate Investing on WMKV, WLHS, and the Maple Knoll Radio Network. And now your host, Vena Jones-Cox. Good afternoon. I am Vena Jones-Cox, and this is Real Life Real Estate Investing, where every week we do our darndest to be your public radio source for the information and inspiration you need to start or grow your real estate investing business. And it's the first show of the year, which is traditionally a show where we look forward to awesome things, both individually and as a group here, and um, got some awesome things planned for real life real estate in the upcoming year, um, based on the reaction to the uh, X Factor show that we did back in December, where uh, we talked to Damon Remy, who is sort of at the... At the um, top of the small business heap in terms of how he's been able to build a business and an income that uh, is what most of us are striving to do. Uh, we're going to do more of those interviews that are, are not so much about like a particular strategy as about what very successful investors who have hit that pinnacle are uh, uh, believe that you would need to do to do the same thing. Um, have uh, Robin Thompson coming up in the next couple of weeks, along with uh, Anthony Chara. Uh, tax update next week, because of course everybody's all in a tizzy about the new tax law and how that affects us as owners of real estate and flippers and all of that sort of thing. And gosh, there's a lot of really bad information about that out in the world right now. Don't get your tax advice from Facebook, people. Talk to somebody who actually knows something about taxes and who's actually read the thousand pages of the tax bill. Uh, also, um, here on Real Life Real Estate, we just posted our 300th podcast episode. If you listen to us on iTunes or just uh, check it out at uh, realliferealestate.com, I know that <laughs> a lot of folks... <laughs> Don't don't have the don't have the Apple products necessary to actually uh, be subscribed on iTunes, but you can just you can just go to realliferealestate.com and like click any episode you want and listen to it there on your computer, download it onto your computer if you have that sort of software. Uh, but yeah, three hundred that's a lot of shows, Mike. Like that is a lot of freaking hours spent sitting here in the studio talking to people about real estate investing. So yay, big accomplishment. Uh, the Real Estate Investors Association of Greater Cincinnati has its very first meeting of the year next year. If you're here in the Cincinnati area and you are in any way interested in 
real estate investing, note buying, partnering with people, wholesaling, retailing, um, anything, even if you're even if you're just kicking the tires, you probably ought to check out one of these meetings. I, the the you know I, I know a lot of folks say, well, it's called the Real Estate Investors Association. I'm not a real estate investor yet, so I don't know if I belong there or not. That's you know it's that 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 name happened in 1974 if i were naming it again now i would call it something else because it is for people who do invest in real estate and also people who want to invest in real estate want to explore investing in real estate and it's a nice safe space you know it's a nonprofit organization that doesn't have any special interest in whether you become any kind of real estate investor they just want you to do something and know what your options are and know what works here in the in the greater cincinnati area the uh, website is CincinnatiRia.com. You can download a free guest pass to come to tomorrow night's meeting, which is uh, about uh, how the, the six habits that all successful investors have that no unsuccessful investors have. Like I don't know any I don't know anybody who's ever tried to get into real estate who had these six habits who did not become successful, and I don't know anybody who is truly like financially independent doing what they want to do got more money than they got bills you know the the, the successful um, I don't know any of them who's missing any one of these habits so uh, they are in other words habits that you should probably figure out how to acquire um, early meeting at six o'clock is Hamilton County Auditor Dusty Rhodes and attorney Chris Finney talking about how to uh, get your tax get your real estate taxes reduced some people got some surprises this year or this last year when uh, the new um, tax revisions were done. And uh, what? My property went up 50% in value? I didn't know that. Now, there's a process for going and telling the folks at, at the county that you don't believe that that's the case and thus lowering your tax bill and thus, of course, putting money back in your pocket. So that's the six o'clock meeting. 730 is six habits of highly successful investors. And again, CincinnatiRia.com is the website. Now, since I am certainly no expert in the art of um, accomplishment, productivity, just kind of understanding the brain, all of that sort of stuff, uh, I've brought a guest to the studio, at least virtually by phone today, who is an expert on those things, um, partly because he is a former neurotic. I, I'm not making this up. This is like in his bio that he is an he is a former neurotic, uh, also a former chiropractor, but now focuses on um, helping other people get to that place in their lives that they want to be instead of the place in their lives where they seem stuck. If, if I if I were to if I were to to call him something, I would say he was like an unstucking expert. Uh, his name is Dr. Steve Taubman. He was the keynote speaker at the uh, 2017 OREA uh, National Real Estate Strategy Summit. A lot of folks who went to that presentation um, have had have had like really life changing things happen to them since then. And uh, last time he was on the show, you guys all wanted to talk to him about. Uh, how you can um, uh, more more push yourself to succeed, and more importantly, about things that are stopping you, about things that 
you wish weren't going on <laughs> that were going on that were going on because sometimes it's it's just great to have a, a third party expert kind of listen to what you have to say and say this is what I see. He's joining us by phone uh, to help you guys uh, with this first of the year thing about how do I how do I make 2018 actually different than 2017. Uh, welcome to Real Life Real Estate, Steve Taubman. Thank you, Vino. Wow, what a wonderful uh, setup. And I've never heard myself called the unstucking expert, but I like that. <laughs> you're, an, you're an unstucker. <laughs> unstucker. You know what You know what I was called? Uh, Bob Berger, I think, called me the ultimate brain clog remover. <laughs> that's good. Like which, a, which sounded a little bit like uh, like I was a plumber of some sort. Yeah, exactly. That's, 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 what, that's what all of our <laughs> listeners just heard. <laughs> and plumbers are hard to find. So, that's true. <laughs> so... Um, it's the beginning of the year. I'm guessing that this is probably a super busy time of year in your profession and your coaching and your, you know, business of helping people who are in all sorts of different professions uh, to finally make that change, <laughs> right? That fi- finally, finally do the things that they've been wanting to do and probably have set the same New Year's resolutions every year for 40 years. But this year, it's by golly going to be different. So well, let's let's try to make that happen. What do you think? Yeah, I, I I think that's a I think that's a fantastic idea. In fact, I I yeah. could use some of that. I was looking at my uh, set of goals this year, and I happened to come across since I write them all down in the same place. I came across last year's, and I realized that there were two things that were on both lists. And then I went back and looked at 2016, and they were on that list too. And then 2015, they were on that list too. <laughs> and at some point, at some point, you got to kind of ask yourself, "What's the matter with me? Right? Am, am I not serious about this? Or is it impossible? Or like, what is what is going on? Because I feel like I really want these things." Well, that's a great setup for our conversation today, uh, because self doubt, you know, the question of whether. You're going to get what you want, whether you're worthy of it, whether you know how to get it, all that stuff. That all kind of wraps into the conversation we want to have. Uh, and as we, as we roll into this new year, uh, you know, what are we going to do that's different from last year? What are we going to do that's going to change the way we, we meet the challenges so that we are able to move through them to the other side and get the results we want, rather than our old patterns of, kind of getting excited about something, kind of being enthusiastic about something, and then losing steam very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and there's really a whole different way to go about this. And, and if we can at least lay the groundwork in this conversation, I think maybe, uh, maybe people have a better year. Yeah. And, the, you know, this is something that I think we all think about a lot at this time of year, you more so probably than others. Uh, but we we tend to when we make our new year's resolutions focus on like goals right like uh, this year i'm going to buy five houses this year i'm going to make a hundred thousand dollars in real estate and quit my job this year i'm gonna and they're they're very kind of concrete these are these are the milestones i am going to hit Mm -hmm. but we we miss i think entirely that the reason we don't have those things now despite sometimes having had that on our goals list for the last 
six years in a row <laughs> is is not just that we have we haven't gone out and bought houses you know why don't i have five houses well because i didn't buy go out and buy any houses why didn't i go out and buy any houses <laughs> and that's that's uh, you know people would make it would make resolutions that had more to do with their habits of thought than with the outcome of having the correct habits of thought i suspect that they would be much more successful in what they will what what they what they are trying to do whatever that happens to be real estate or something else now well, let me say that a different way okay okay we would be a lot more successful if we thought about the foundation before we build the house <laughs> very good right you're not you're not going to build well i mean i don't i'm using house as a metaphor and of course that may confuse us a little bit since we're talking about buying and selling houses but you know, you can't build a house without a, without a foundation, and you can't build a successful business without doing the foundational work on yourself. So when you start setting goals that have to do with some external, some external measure of what you think success is, without ever having really looked at what success is deep inside of you and what are the attributes, what are the traits, what are the... Uh, who, who do you need to be before you can do what you need to do so that you can get what you want to get? Mm-hmm. So it's be, do, and then have. And we don't do it that way. We do have, do, be. I've got to have this. I've got to have that. I've got to have the other thing. And I haven't ever really given much thought to who I'm being. Mm-hmm. How am I showing up in the world? What are the, what are the qualities, the values that I'm reflecting out into the world? Mm-hmm. And it's so important for all of us to take the time to look at what are the most foundational uh, qualities that we need if we want to get the results we want to get. And on this side of the planet, yeah, we on this have... side of the planet, we're not doing it that way, are we? On this <laughs> side of the planet, what we're doing is we're just we're we're creating this this big fantasy land of what we want, but we don't have any sense of of what we need to do. Right. And yes, in in American culture, it's not just that we try to have, then be, then do. It's that we associate what we have with what we are, right? I'm going to be happy when I'm a successful real estate investor. I'm going to be happy when I have a million dollars in the bank. I'm going to be I'm going to be a much nicer person. When, yeah. I, when I don't Those have a job don't anymore, end up being the much nicer people that we wish they that they all wish they would be. Uh, we success when it comes uh, from uh, effort and stress and striving and cutting corners and uh, overwork um, and under replenishment. Right, we're not replenishing ourselves. We're not taking care of ourselves. That kind of success uh, tends to be short lived, and it tends to lead to misery. Whereas nowadays, with all the research on positive psychology, what we're finding out is that happiness is a much greater cause of success than it is a result of success. So happiness is a prerequisite to being truly successful. We need to take a quick break. Uh, I want to invite listeners to give us a call with any one of the following topics you'd like to talk about. Number one... If there's something that you just cannot seem to get over, like you you really want to go be a wholesaler or you really want to go do notes or whatever, and there's just something that is like a wall in your way. I can't do it because I'm so scared of talking to sellers. I can't do it because my 
spouse doesn't support me. I can't do it because I don't believe people want to talk to me because I'm a newbie. Whatever the thing is, why don't you give a call, give us a call and talk about it? Because guaranteed that whatever that thing is, it is a habit of thought, not a real thing. And it might help to hear how to overcome that. Another thing you might want to call and talk about is your New Year's resolutions. Put it out there to the whole real life real estate world. This is what I'm going to do this year. Uh, or any questions that you have for Dr. Steve Talman, 877-772-9658. Again, that's 877-772-9658. You can also send an email to askbina at gmail.com. Welcome back to Real Life Real Estate Investing, uh, talking today to Dr. Steve Talman, who has a brand new book out, by the way. It's called Buddha in the Trenches. And a great deal of what we're going to be talking about today uh, is covered in in more depth, obviously, in a 100-page <laughs> book than it can be in a 42-minute radio program. Um, that's available at Amazon.com. And as always, I'm going to exhort you to go to WMKVFM.org first and then click the Amazon button up in the upper right-hand corner. And that will take you to Amazon. But there's they've got this sort of deal with nonprofits like this public radio station right here that if you buy books or I don't know if it's just books, but books for sure through the link from the nonprofit, then the nonprofit gets some small amount of money, you know, but every bit helps. Uh, and you don't pay any more for the book. So the book is Buddha in the Trenches. The author is Dr. Steve Taubman and uh, something to check out. So um, we're also taking your calls at 877-772-9658 or your emails at askvina at gmail.com. And uh, Steve, one of the things that you talk about uh, in Buddha in the Trenches and um, in your other book, which is called Help Me, Unhypnosis. Yes. Okay, I read it and I don't have it in front of me, so of course I don't know what the title is, uh, is has to do with focus. And it's it's almost a joke, right? That, oh, it's January 10th. I don't even know what my New Year's resolutions were. Yeah, that was a long time ago, right? <laughs> to, to, to start with. And, but, but uh, it, that's not just, it's not, I mean, when you talk about focus, you're not just talking about like the big picture focus. You're talking about like literally, am I able to focus on what I need to focus on on a day-to-day basis? And I think we've all uh, experienced failing to do something for the simple reason that we couldn't we couldn't keep our attention on something. Yeah, yeah, we are. Uh, when it comes to focus, if you want to think of focus as being like a muscle. We're all 90-pound weaklings. You know, we've got, we're, we're so uh, habituated. We were talking about habits. We are so habituated into following our brain, our, our thoughts, wherever they lead us, that it's almost impossible for us to, to maintain a single thought all the way through to the end or to maintain a single activity all the way through to the end because we become distracted, we become uh, overwhelmed, we become doubtful, we become discouraged. Um, we become afraid, and all of these emotions and all of these these distracting thoughts get in the way of getting what we want. So let's say you're a new real estate uh, investor, and you've heard that real estate investment is it's a great business, right? It's a great thing to do. You can make a lot of money doing this, and you could live a life of freedom doing this. 
and you've heard about other people who have done well doing this, and you think, okay, great, I'm going to be, I'm going to do that. I'm going to become that person. And so you jump into it, and then before a very, very long time, you start hitting walls. You remember in hypnosis, I call it the invisible wall. You start hitting walls where you start to feel things that stop you, your fear, your discouragement, etc. And then you get discouraged and you give up. And you've probably done that with other things in your life, too. So if you want to be successful, if you want to be the kind of person who's successful in real estate or something else, it doesn't really matter what, what you need to first do is to know what to do about those invisible walls. Right? You need to know how to continue to persevere and move through until you get the results you want. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to do that unless you learn the foundational skill of focus. Right? Focus is where it all starts. The ability to keep your mind directed where you want your mind to be and not let it get drawn off by emotions or thoughts that don't have any bearing on what you're going to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Or, or by, by Facebook or YouTube or the well, TV. Yeah, see, now we're, or in the... a life, we're, we're in a time <laughs> in history unlike any before because the distractions have grown exponentially. There are so many things that can, you know, that can kind of percolate into your mind and into your consciousness, and you find yourself so busy doing nothing, so busy sort of salving your wounds, if you want to think of it that way. Because, you know what, Davina, if, if, if I were to ask you or anybody else to sit quietly in a room and do nothing for 15 minutes, for most people that would be torture, They'd have to have the television, or they'd have to have their phone, or they'd have to have, uh, you know, something else to distract their attention because we're so ill-equipped to just be quiet, to just be present, to just be focused. And so we keep on filling ourselves up, and what does it do? It creates uh, a weakness. It creates a deficit in us. And the people that you're talking about, those highly successful people, those who are highly successful, because, you know, I'm in the business of making millionaires. That's what I do for a living. I've done it for thousands of people, investors, network marketers, entrepreneurs, and I do it by helping people rewire their brains for success and by showing them how highly successful people think. And all of those people, as you said, have certain habits, and those habits are mental habits. They're habits of discipline. They're habits of confidence. They're habits of courage. And all of those habits, underneath those habits, underneath them, the foundation of them is focus. So if you're going to make one New Year's resolution this year, if there's going to be one thing you decide you're going to do, decide that you're going to learn how to focus. You're going to learn how to bring your attention back to a point, a desired point, and when it starts to wander off, when your mind starts to wander toward being discouraged or toward fear or, dis- or, or uh, disappointment, you bring it back. Mm-hmm. And if you learn that, if you learn how to bring focus into your life, and you, you don't do that by thinking your way there. You've got to do it. It's, it's practice. It's work. Right? You've got, to, you've got to make a shift. You've got to change a habit. Otherwise, you're going to let all that stuff, you know, all your mental habits of, you know, a lot of people, they get into a business like this, and they bring with them uh, some of their mental habits of um, uh, insecurity. Maybe they're afraid to, to pull the trigger on a good deal. Uh, maybe they're very uh, skeptical. They've been burned before, and now they're afraid to take, take risks. 
maybe they don't like to listen to anybody else. They, you know, I'm the kind of person who goes it alone. And there are all these things that are mental habits, and they don't even realize that they're mental habits. They think this is just the way it's supposed to be. This is how I was born. I was, yeah. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. When we train people in the art, this is really this is why I call the book Buddha in the Trenches, is because it's not a religious book at all, right? There's nothing religious about it. The idea of the Buddha is Buddha represents somebody who's awake and who's masterful, masterful at what he does. And you want to be awake and you want to be masterful at what you do in the trenches, meaning on the battlefields of life. When, you know, when the chaos is reigning all around you and in the midst of mayhem, can you stay calm? Can you stay focused? Can you keep going? Can you hold the course? Can you do what you said you were going to do? And the answer is probably not very well, right? Because most of us don't come from, uh, we, don't, we don't have a strong inner core to do that. So here's the big paradigm shift. The big shift is this. As you go into this new year, what I would encourage you to do is rather than set goals, and I'm not, I'm not going to suggest that you don't set uh, acquisition goals, like I'm going to get, you know, sell or buy five houses, I'm going to you know, get a new car, I'm, you know, all that outer stuff is fine. I don't mind you setting those goals. But set one inner goal. I'm going to learn to be more focused. I'm going to practice being more focused. Right? Why? Because if you do the inner work, if you, take, if you do the inner push-ups, and all the disappointments along the way and all the frustrations along the way, instead of them being something that's going to take you off course like they usually do, those are going to be the things that are going to bring you right back to the course. Right? Because if you said you went out and you bought a puppy, right? I went out and bought a new puppy. And, um, and I knew nothing about puppies. All I knew was I wanted to have a happy, cuddly puppy who makes my life wonderful and is always sweet and always loving and always does what I want him to. So that's what we want. We want a very nice puppy that's really well-trained. And then what does a puppy do? The puppy you know, pees all over the house. So some people would say, that's it, no more puppy, sending the puppy back. And that's the equivalent of leaving a really good business when it's not going the way you want it to go. Because you haven't developed the discipline to bring yourself back. So what do you do with the puppy? You bring the puppy back to the paper. The puppy runs off and you bring it back and you set it on the paper and it goes off in a piece somewhere else and you bring it back to the paper. And, it's a, and, and you know that going in. You know that this is going to be a training process. And you know that at the other side of that training process, the puppy is going to be a better puppy, and you're going to have a better relationship with that puppy. So take that same approach to your business. Don't look at your wins and losses as, as uh, good or bad. Look at your wins and losses as opportunities to keep on practicing, bringing your focus back, creating a discipline, staying the course, not letting yourself cop out because it's not going the way you want it to, Stay with it. And when you find yourself falling off the wagon, get back up, right? Self-doubt doesn't have to stop you. A lack of confidence doesn't have to stop you. Not if you recognize them for what they are. Mm -hmm. And in fact, one of the ways in which you can develop self-confidence that you don't have mm -hmm. is by bringing the brain puppy back to the paper, successfully over and over and over again right just just be, being able to do something as as seemingly small as that 
can develop into the next thing and the next thing. You said you said something uh, about um, uh, folks who felt uh, um, competent, folks who felt like you know conf- confident and like they could do things. And uh, I know that a lot of the a lot of the new investors that I meet are so far away from that; it's not even in view, right? Yeah. Like, like they they see they see the what what we call here on the show type three investors, the ones who like they they have so made it. It's not like their life is, you know, without any trouble, but everything that real estate's supposed to do for you, it's done for them. Right. They have they they, they, they have money, they don't have a job, they do what they want to do, that sort of thing. And they 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 look at those folks and that's who they want to be, but they think that all that confidence that those people seem to exude was something they started with. So the the new investors are like, well, I don't, I can't be that because I don't have that focus, that confidence, that um, risk tolerance. You know, they, they, they put, they put all these things on, um, on, onto the, the type three investor as if that was how the type three guy started. And, <sighs> Practically nobody That's starts really that way. Said, Vina. That's exactly right. People, they mistake the, uh, the, the cause for the effect. Right? They think that, that these people started out with that thing, and if they didn't start out with it, therefore they can't get the same results. Mm-hmm. What's the reality? The reality is that, um, that if you enter this game, knowing your current limitations, but also willing to develop yourself, willing to grow yourself, and knowing that that confidence can be grown, it's a habit. It's by acting on habit. You see, ha- confidence is really just a lack of self-doubt or a lack of being affected by self-doubt. And self-doubt is really a series of lies we tell ourselves. Right? We, we grew up, I'll tell you what, I, I wrote a little um, blog recently, I think I sent it to you, Vina, about self-doubt. And I said that self-doubt doesn't have to have any negative results on you because there's only a couple things that you can doubt about yourself. You can doubt how worthy you are, or you can doubt your integrity. And doubting how worthy you are is pointless, because you have no idea how worthy you are. We're constantly misunderstanding ourselves. Oh, I'm not good enough. I could never do this. That's, that's just old voices in your head. You, you know, you, you've got to learn how to ignore those voices. That's how you doubt your worthiness. But the other thing you can doubt is your integrity, right? Am you, are you, do you know that you have integrity? Do you know, right now, the, person, the people who are listening to me say this, do you know that you'll follow through on what you say you're going to do? Do you know that you are accountable to your actions? Do you know that you're a responsible person? Because if you know that you have integrity, then there's no reason for self-doubt. All the self-doubt that pops up, it's just old voices, it's old baggage, and you need to learn how to ignore it. And as you begin to ignore it, little by little, little by little, eventually it starts to, to fade away like a bad dream. And that's what all those highly successful people did. They had all the self-doubt you have. They had all the fear that you have. But they learned how to take small actions and watch what happened, and weather the storm, and feel the feelings, and not let them stop them. And then they went on and did a little bit more. And, and the most important part of that, Vina, 
is knowing it's okay. Just know that it's okay because when you start feeling discouraged, when you start feeling afraid, and you think, oh, this is a bad thing, I shouldn't be here, I shouldn't be feeling this fear, I shouldn't be feeling this discouragement, I must be in the wrong business. No, that's not right. All that stuff, all those fears, all that doubt, let that be the stuff that you observe, that you observe, that you breathe through, that you embrace, that you gain the courage to stay with. And so that's how this business becomes so much more than just a way to make money, right? This isn't just um, just a just a way of of making a living. This is something much much better. This is an opportunity for you to grow as a person. This is an opportunity for you to shed layers of self-doubt and fear and, and low self-esteem. And if you go into it knowing that you're going to confront all that stuff, it's going to all come up. It's all going to get in your face. And it's not going to feel great all the time, but you're committed. Commit yourself. Learn to focus so that when that stuff comes up, it doesn't take you off track. And there's, and there's a formula for this. There's a way of doing it. And we're going to have to come back to that formula because we have a, we have to take a quick break. I, I just like, I'm just like sitting here taking notes and <laughs> looked up at the clock and it's 20 after, I'm sorry, it's 20 till. Um, okay, listeners, uh, if you have questions, comments, things that you would like to present to Dr. Steve Talman, please give us a call at 877-772-9658. You can also send an email to askvina, askvina, A-S-K-V-E-N-A at gmail.com. We'll be right after, we'll be back right after this. Welcome back to Real Life Real Estate Investing. I'm your host, Vina Jones-Cox. My guest today is Dr. Steve Taubman from BuddhaInTheTrenches.com. And we're talking about starting in the right place uh, in terms of making those New Year's resolutions about your ultimate real estate success. Uh, Steve, you you said that um, trying to figure out, you know, try, trying to set a goal like I'm going to make $100,000 in real estate this year without setting a goal like I'm going to teach my brain how to focus on what I want it to focus on instead of distractions, thoughts, thought ruts is <laughs> one of the things I, I uh, t- talk about, you know, some, so, uh, th- you think about your ex-girlfriend, mm-hmm. your brain goes down this path every time you think about her. Mm-hmm. That's, I I wish I had, said something different. I wish when she had done that, I had done this. And an hour later you look up and you've been having a conversation in your head with somebody you haven't even seen for six months. And it, <laughs> and it happens every time and it doesn't make yeah. you feel good. And, and yeah, yet... <laughs> we, we, we live in our heads without living in reality. And uh, now we've got a word for it. We call it brain fog. We're, we're in brain fog, right? We're, our brains are fuzzy. They're not functioning as well as they could. And highly successful people, highly successful leaders have learned have practiced what it takes to lift the fog and be here now be present right and we've all done it right i mean first of all you, you've heard me tell the funny stories i always tell the, you know I, I tell on myself i tell about times when i like walked into a wall or when i drove you know home and didn't remember how i got there mm-hmm. or how i was looking for my cell phone while i was talking on my cell phone <laughs> Right? And these are all things that most of us have done at one time or another because we're so unfocused. We're so, you know, living inside of our heads as if we're like a walking, talking TV set. And, and yet 
what, how come we're not present right now, right? What's going on right now, and how can I bring myself to that? And as you said, teach my brain to focus on staying present so that I can choose to start, focus on something positive, so I could choose to focus on a vision for a positive future, so I could choose to focus on success rather than letting my brain decide for me that I'm going to end up in a, in a three-hour diatribe about why I'm such a piece of crap. Mm-hmm. Or why you know my or my why my uh, why other people aren't giving me what I want them to give me or whatever it is whatever little story we're telling ourselves that's getting in our way let's shut it up let's learn how to shut it up. But it feels so real. It feels so well, real. When I when I'm when I'm telling well, myself what do I do for a living, I hypnotize people, right? Mm-hmm. I make them think that it's that they're really stuck to their chair, or I have a guy think he's really pregnant. Mm-hmm. Right? It doesn't matter how real it feels. It's not real. And this is, if you, if you learn nothing else from this talk today, the things that are stopping you, the things in your head that are telling you to give up, to run away, this is dangerous territory. Those things, those are not true. Those are just your ego and your old programming, your old patterns misinforming you about reality. And until you learn to focus, until you learn to wake up and be present and not let those voices kind of crowd into, into you, then you're going to be their victim. So I said there's a formula, right? I said there's a, there's a way of doing this. And, and it's three things. To me, it comes down to if you want to be a successful real estate person, if you want to be really good at this, um, then you need to find a system that does the following three things. Accountability, transparency, and the next one's a big word, neuroplasticity. Okay, I'm going to break it down for you so it doesn't sound like nonsense. Okay, accountability, first of all. You're going to learn through some practice, through some system, how to be accountable. Maybe that means that you're going to have a partner in real estate. Maybe you're going to have somebody that you call once a week. Maybe you've got a mentor. But you've got to have a system set up so that you're not only being accountable to yourself because we're usually pretty bad at that. It's a lot easier for me to say I'm going to show up on Tuesday if I set it to somebody else and they're expecting me on Tuesday. If I say I'm going to go to the gym on Tuesday and nobody else knows it, it's a lot less likely that I'm going to go to the gym because I'm not as accountable to myself as I am to you. Mm-hmm. So if I want to get more successful, one of the things I need to do is to be more accountable. And sometimes that, the best way to do that is to have a partner or a, or a team. But being accountable, that's the first one. Transparency is the second one. Transparency means that you begin to realize how full of crap you really are. Every one of us, we're all full of it. You know, we all like... Hey, how's it going, Bob? Oh, great. Everything's great. No, couldn't be better. Everything's fantastic. <laughs> right? That's the way we treat, you know, how's it going? Fine, 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 fine. God, you know, couldn't be better. We're constantly putting out this vibe that life is just grand. I've got no problems. I'm fine. While below the surface, we're, we're scared. Um, we're discouraged. We're confused. We're overwhelmed. Right, but we don't tell that to people, right? We don't want to tell that to people. So instead, we just sort of sit in our own private hell. 
But the people who are highly successful, they use their community for transparency. They find people that they can share the reality of their experience with, not so that people could feel sorry for them, not so that they can, you know, feel sorry for themselves, but rather because when you share the truth, somehow it gives you a sense of, of power over it, doesn't it? Somehow once you finally get it off your chest, you can move on to the next step. Mm-hmm. So transparency is the second uh, important tool at your disposal. And the third one, neuroplasticity. Now, what does that mean? Well, neuro means the nervous system. Plasticity means um, flexibility, right? The flexibility of your nervous system. We, as you said at the very beginning of this talk, is that um, we think that there are people who are confident and there are people who aren't. There are people who are afraid to talk to others and there are people who aren't. When in reality, people train their own brains. And if you're somebody who thinks of yourself as lacking confidence, that's probably because you've trained your brain over the years to believe that you are not good enough, strong enough, smart enough, whatever it is, it's, but, but you've trained that into yourself. Probably somebody told it to you when you were really young and you believed it, and then you started reinforcing it over time. So that becomes a, a mental habit. The good news, what we're learning more and more from uh, neurology, is that your nervous system is plastic, it's flexible, it's changeable. And so we, you know, one of the things that I've done for the last several years is to create um, hypnotic scripts for people that they listen to on audio. And it basically rewires their brain for success. Neuroplasticity, changing the wiring of your brain through repetition under the right circumstances, creating relaxation, concentration, so that your brain is open to new changes. And then rewiring your brain for success. So if you've got a system for accountability, a system for transparency, and a system for neuroplasticity, now you're ready to jump into this, you know, to jump into the deep end. Mm-hmm. And, and make no mistake about it, guys, it's the deep end, right? You want to be a real estate investor. You don't want to just be, you know, working for somebody else, doing the nine-to-five thing, doing what other people tell you to do, having the, you know, the safety and security of it all, You've got to have a little bit of, of, you can't be too risk averse, but you also have to be smart. So you're jumping into the deep end. And if you're going to jump into the deep end, you've got to go in there knowing that it's the deep end. You can't go in there thinking that this is magic. and You're just going to wave a magic wand and you're going to be as successful as everybody else. You've got to be willing to do the inner work. And if you do, I promise you, you're not only going to come out the other side with money in your pocket, but you're going to come out with, a, with an open heart. With a, with a more fulfilled sense of self. You're going to be able to give to others. You're going to be, a, 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 what I, I mentioned this to Vina earlier, an example worth imitation, right? You want your kids to look at you and think, boy, I want to be like them. I want to be like you are because you've, you're courageous. You admit when you're wrong. Uh, you take some chances, but you're smart enough not to take stupid chances. Um, you... Allow yourself to feel what you feel, but you don't let it stop you. Right? I want you to be that person. I want you to be, before you do, before you have, I want you to be that person. And that takes just a little bit of discipline, just a little bit of work, just a little bit of a shift in the habitual patterns of your mind. And it, and it, 100% can be done. I, I, in, in my head, I'm hearing all of 
the thousands <laughs> of new investors that I've talked to in the past 20 years arguing with you. Yeah. And, and, and what they're saying is, no, you don't understand because, you know, my childhood was such that I'm just not a confident person or my work experience is just, you know, I, I can't, I can't be accountable to somebody else because I had such a terrible experience in my last job. You know, they've got these reasons, right? And to them, the reasons are really real. Like, like, yeah, you know, like, I mean, ultimately, this is one of the things that you're going to have to learn if you want to be successful is you've got to learn how to drop your story. Look, I, I could tell you the same thing. I mean, I grew up in a very dysfunctional family. Uh, my mother was, um, you know, was basically addicted to drugs for a big part of my childhood. Uh, my father was a terrible workaholic. My parents had the worst relationship you could possibly imagine. I was bullied, um, glasses, braces, bad hair, bad skin, no social skills. Um, it was torture. Right, it was torture, and you know I could use all of that stuff as an excuse. Um, and I'm not saying that you know that everything's hunky dory and my life is you know without without pain. What I'm saying is that all of that stuff can be grist for the mill. All of that stuff can be what you use. Right? It's like if you're a comedian and you've had a lot of problems in your life, it's like great. That's more more fodder for your for your comedy sketch. Right? <laughs> From suffering comes wisdom. So fine, acknowledge that you suffer. That's fine. But you've got to be willing to transform, right? If you're not up to that, right, if you're not up to the task of, of jumping into the deep end, of, of, of noticing the suffering, noticing the pain, but not letting yourself jump into the story and feeling sorry for yourself and feeling like there's no hope. If you don't want to let that go, if you don't want to drop that, you're not going to succeed in this business, and don't bother, Right. If you're hoping to stay the same, if you're not willing to let go of some of your dysfunctional points of view or your resentments or your fears, mm-hmm. don't bother doing this because it's not the right business for you. If you want to stay, you know, keep your head in the sand, there are plenty of jobs that will let you do that. Mm-hmm. This isn't one of them. Now, uh, uh Steve, I was just given the two-minute signal here by my producer, and I've been watching these questions come in, <laughs> questions and comments come in at askmeanatgmail.com. <laughs> so I uh, want to tackle a couple of these uh, because these are these are questions for you. Lisa from Nashville says, my problem is when I encounter those obstacles, I question my choice of focus because I have so many areas of interest or possible pathways, and real estate is a new direction. It seems like every time I vow to focus on real estate, a financial crisis comes up, and I wonder if I'm subconsciously sabotaging things. The crisis is real, and I lose focus again. Yeah, we're very good at that. We're very good at you know at pulling ourselves off course and letting and interpreting our experience in that way. All I could tell you, Lisa, is that when you make the commitment to this, um, and I mean sometimes a commitment comes from just being being willing to suffer through all the other consequences of it, even if you just make the commitment for six months or a year or whatever, that's what's going to make the difference. And, and sometimes it takes us a while before we're finally willing to say to ourselves, this is the direction I'm going to go in. Yeah, we've all got a thousand different directions we could go in. Like it's an infinite possibility. It's an infinite web of possibilities. Mm-hmm. But, 
you're not doing yourself any favors if you're not willing to like you know ride one horse for a while. You can't ride two. Exactly, and and unfortunately, with that, we are we are completely out of time. So, I said this at the end of the last show. Going to have to say it again now, Steve Tomlin. We're going to have to bring you back to get, okay. <laughs> get you get you to give us some more awesome advice about uh, how to get our mindsets right so that we can be successful in real estate investing. That was Dr. Steve Talman. BuddhaInTheTrenches.com. Buddha in the Trenches is his new book available at Amazon.com through WMKVFM.org. We'll be back next week with more information to put you on the path to financial independence through real estate investing. Until then, happy investing. Happy investing.